Welcome to Even Field Sports Podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie, and I'm back with Z, and today we have the big bracket breakdown. You did that so well. I know, I'm so excited, where we mostly talk about Creighton. <laughs> right, because that's who we're going to talk about, because Creighton is the team that we have that's in the NCAA tournament. Yes. And it was a lot of fun yesterday. I was out at the watch party at SoCol for both teams, but we're here to talk about women, because that's what we do on this show. So we'll get to Creighton, number six seed. Very cool to see that. Higher than we expected, too. High, highest seed in school history. Very, very neat. Same as the men, too, I think. Yeah, they were both absolute six seeds. Pretty crazy when you look at it. And it was neat. We had a very cool moment, Josie, right off the bat with the NCAA selection show. We had a good and bad of the ESPN selection <laughs> show, but we'll try to start with the happy moment. So right off the start, they ask one of the hosts before they're, you know, they got to do their build up to be irritate us before they actually show us the bracket. Mm-hmm. And they ask one of the co-hosts, you know, what are you most looking forward to? And they say, I want to know who's going to be the underdog this year. You know, who's going to be this year's Creighton? And they start showing the highlights of Creighton upsetting Iowa. Which was fantastic. Iowa State. And so the whole SoCal goes nuts. It was really neat. And all the kids start clapping. And that was a really cool moment. And afterwards, when we talked to him in the press conference, you could tell that resonated with them to see their program kind of featured on the front of the NCAA bracket show. Here was Emma Rozic. Yeah, I think it's definitely really exciting to be known for that because last year I don't think a lot of teams had us on their radar for anything, uh, sort of the volume of what we did last year and the impact that we had in the tournament. So people definitely know, and I don't, and I think that reflects um, with the other um, lower seeds that are going into the tournament because it's a new season and everyone can, everyone is capable of doing something special. So I don't know. I just think it's really cool that we set that expectation and, like they said, um, when they were announcing the teams, saying that who's going to be the next Creighton. So yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah. No. Um, I cannot even like that has just be such a great moment for them. That was so cool. Like you think about it, and they've been. Kind of really shorted in like the rankings this year. Yes, absolutely. So like to have that moment where people are like, "Oh yeah, they're kind of really good." <laughs> that tells you, you know, we said that right. We said, "Look at their NET, look at their conference, look at what they've done." And you know what? Selection committee was, you know, they must have listened to this podcast. That's all I can figure, Josie. Or they just looked at the NET rankings. <laughs> they were like. I can't remember if they were 12 or 18. The men were one and they were the other because I was looking at how comparable they were the other day. And yeah, I just like, just absolutely astounding. They weren't ranked for most of the season. So now that was good ESPN. Good ESPN was the thing. Then we had bad bad ESPN. Every year it's like, now I saw a mistake on the CBS men's show too, which you rarely see. They put a wrong game up on a bracket. Oh Oh, yeah, I know it was like a huge moment. They had the wrong wrong play-in game. I thought Greg Gumbel was going to start whipping some butt. No, Greg wouldn't do that anyway so here's the bad part so shortly after yesterday we were lucky because when you cover these events you're kind of waiting to see when the teams will get debuted because in my case i got to get a still photograph and we're also doing video both creighton teams were revealed in the first brackets yesterday which mm-hmm. was really crazy but unfortunately they show the top off of, of that bracket of that region and they do one game at a time like they're supposed to and do the teams and everyone's all cheery. And they go, okay, let's go to the bottom half of the bracket. And somebody back there in the ESPN Mothership Graphics Department hits the button that shows the whole damn gra- bracket for the bottom half. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, how'd that affect your photo? <laughs> it screwed it up really bad because all of a sudden here's four games and eight teams. And because of what Creighton is going to play, which we'll get into here momentarily. Oh, yeah. There's, just a, there's just a blank thing. And so the kids look up and they're like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yay. Cheer. And like one kid throws their arms up. Ruined the whole thing. Ruined it. You know, so then but they, it's okay, Creighton. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. ESPN's <laughs> fault. So then they eventually get back to talking about the game. And so there's a secondary, less enthusiastic 
like cheer. Mm -hmm. So that's how Creighton found out they were NCAA tournament because, you know, you're sitting there watching all of a sudden you're trying to visually process eight different teams very quickly in your head in the game. So, yeah, that's how we found out where Creighton was in the NCAA tournament. Could you imagine being Maryland in that bracket, too? You're the <laughs> highest seed, and yeah. you're just like, well, your moments. Yeah, like, because usually they'll go to the higher seeds to start. Yeah, so everyone knew at that point. But I'll tell you, the thing we knew right away was they were in as a number six. Not only were they in the tournament, they were in with ease. You know, and we looked at it, and we said – people respected Creighton. And not only did they respect Creighton, they respected the Big East. Yeah, five teams. That's amazing. That was really cool to see that. And hell, you could have argued for another one in there too. You you really could have. So, you know, I think when everyone, and you saw genuine like enthusiasm from the Creighton crowd and the team, mm-hmm. especially when they saw St. John's getting into the play-in game, there was a lot of applause. Like you root for your confidence. And it's not just a conference that UConn came into. I mean, Nova's a hell of a high seed that could run through the tournament. So yeah. it, it was a really neat thing. I think they rewarded us for the schedule that we played, for his, for the strength of the Big East. I'm, 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 I'm excited that we got five teams in. I think that shows the strength of our league. But I also think that the sixth seed is a is representative of the kind of season that we had and the schedule that we that we tackled, and then and just you know how we played. And and I'm super excited for the opportunity. I think uh, other than South Bend's not warm this time of year. Uh, I think it's a it's a great opportunity. I know these guys are going to do their best to prepare, and 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 I I I love our team and and what we're about right now. And I think it's, um, yeah. I just I I think that uh, this team can can be as special as what we did last year. But it starts tomorrow. All right. So Creighton is going to play in South Bend at the arena my brother works at. Which, nice. You know. Not doesn't mean anything, but like, hi, Tim. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they're going to take on either Illinois or uh, Mississippi State. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's a tough matchup either way. You know, there's good and bad to this. It's a play-in game. So, you know, we'll get into that here in just a second. Uh, Both tough teams. You know, we know who Illinois is. You know, you talk about common opponents. Both these teams that they could play, they have a lot of common opponents with. Both of them, Nebraska. (laughs) Uh, Illinois, of course, played Nebraska twice. We've (laughs) said that, you know, one and one, one inexcusable loss. But Illinois is good. They're 22 and nine. You know, they're 11 and seven out of the Big Ten. Uh, They're a weird team in a way that, you know, they've got Makira Cook guard 18 points per game does a really nice job their scoring is exceptionally limited i'm talking four girls that's really where the bulk of their scoring comes down mm-hmm. to they don't get a lot of contribution from their depth and you know if creighton decides to get on uh well what creighton does best they'll run you they yeah. will put pressure on you and they will run you so i think that would be key in the illinois matchup is if you limit one or two of those four main scores yeah, you're going to have a chance, but you know Illinois battle tested. Big Ten's a good women's conference. We know that Mississippi State, a little different. Twenty and ten out of the SEC, which we know has a couple pretty damn good teams. Yeah, there's just La- a few. And so four common opponents. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So Mississippi State has they lost to South Dakota State, beat Georgetown, lost to Nebraska, and beat Arkansas. All those teams Creighton played. A big concern with Mississippi State, uh, Jessica Carter, six five senior. Plays inside the post, 14 point points per game. Hell of an athlete. Legit problem to deal with. But, you know, she's really their big dog. Like, that's what it is. They're a much more bounce scoring team mm-hmm. than Illinois was. But just for the 30 minutes of tape I watched on her this morning, oh, boy. That's a hell of an athlete. Really good player from Mississippi State. <laughs> and also, it's just interesting for Creighton. they got to prepare for two teams. Like, I mean, there's plenty of film at this, but there's plenty of film of them playing teams playing. <laughs> And that was fascinating to hear, you know, Coach Jim Flannery talk about that yesterday. There's advantages and disadvantages to not knowing who you're going to be playing the next day. And he spoke about that yesterday. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think as a coach, it's you know, it's good and bad, right? Because it's good; those teams have to play and grind out a win two nights or two days or 48 hours essentially before they have to turn around and play us, and they're going to be focused on that game. Um, but to your point, it's like we're <laughs> we're going to spend the next few days doing more generic stuff about well, okay, we'll do we'll we'll do some Mississippi State things and we'll do some Illinois things, but we can't really get too far in the weeds with either of them because it's probably not the the best method of of, uh, of preparing. But we'll we'll do some of each. Um, so good and bad though, because I think we'll be able to watch them play live, which is which is great. And if they should beat whoever their first round opponent ends up being, they got to take on Notre Dame or Southern Utah, probably Notre Dame. Notre Dame is tough. <laughs> yeah, I said, I think our, our research before this, we looked at it and we just went, yeah, they're damn good. <laughs> Let's like, look at their losses man. to current number two seed Maryland, number six seed North Carolina, number seven seed NC State, number three seed Duke, and number five Louisville. Damn, that's tough. And they that, beat UConn. That's damn tough. Like that, That's and, their losses for the whole season. in terms season. of tradition rich, there's there's hardly any better than than what you know for years Muffet McGraw at Notre Dame like the the program that she built unreal so really a tough th- tough task but if there's anything we've learned about who's going to be this year's Creighton well it damn well might be Creighton right I mean can you call him an underdog No like, hell no you can't <laughs> not after last year you sure as no, hell No you can't I guarantee you there's nobody game planning for Creighton going ah well these these guys these cats aren't very good here no cuz well I'm sure everyone and their dogs last year probably said oh yeah well, the old Jays ain't getting by Iowa there well they sure as hell did I can't help but notice they're not in Iowa's bracket Yeah I mean, I'm at sure all. I'm sure the people in Iowa City are damn damn glad to see that Yeah no I'm sure they're 100% Okay yeah, so that. yeah, tough game on home court, but after what they did last year, they're giant killers. They're not going to fear anyone. No. So yeah, they're not going to like play one game. I mean, this is a team that we know can go deeper. And speaking of which, we can go ahead and take a look at the rest of their bracket, right? To see what would happen if they would actually get out that far. Yeah. So they will, um, well, let's say they get past Notre Dame. They're looking at what, maybe Maryland? Well, most likely Maryland. Point? You're looking at that pod of Maryland, Holy Cross, Arizona and West Virginia, you know, we've seen Maryland. Maryland's a hell of a basketball team. Yeah, that'll team. be hard. Yeah, re- really good team. But, you know, hey, after the gauntlet they ran last year, I don't think that fears them. And, you know, that's most likely who you're going to run into. And then ha- should you get all the way out. You have history repeating itself. The number one seed in that bracket. Yes, the consensus number one pound for pound champion. The who South- I am assuming will be the yes. national champion. Yeah, South Carolina <laughs> Sorry, Gamecocks. <laughs> and uh, that's in Greenville again. So that's a glorified home game. And, you know, uh, God, we'd love to see it, though. Wouldn't you love to see what Creighton has learned from that experience last year to this year? I would that, love to see the press conferences in particular. Oh, man, it'd be so much fun to cover that. So much fun. But that's what they'd be looking at, you know. And if you get through that, well, there you go. You are as mean as it gets if you get through that bracket. So, But the cool thing is, is just the growth of this team from one year to the next is unreal. And with those expectations, you know, people expect more, right? Hence the word. You know, Lauren Jensen really spoke about that yesterday. Here's what she said. Last year, we pretty much knew we were going to be in. I mean, not as comfortably as this year. You know, we were 10 seed last year, 6 seed this year. And so it's a little bit different. Um, I feel like there's more of an expectation, you know, this year. Um, But it's definitely still exciting. All right, so that's on Creighton, but we have another team playing in the postseason. I know. (laughs) Nebraska, uh, as expected in the WNIT, 
They just announced that they are going to take on Missouri State at Pinnacle Bank Arena for the first round. We were literally just waiting to film this show until the damn <laughs> bracket came out for the WNIT. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say on this. I mean, I think they definitely have, I mean, they have the coach with the experience in the WNIT for one thing. Like Amy Williams took South Dakota to the championship, won it. Like, so on that front, they're good. I don't know. Well, Too I mean, terribly much about Missouri State. You know a little bit more than me, I think. But. 2011 out of the Missouri Valley Conference, they were five seed, I think, in a tournament. You know, they're tradition rich. They, you know, they're a good basketball team. But let's be honest here. You got to win that damn game, right? No excuses on your home oh floor. Oh, my gosh, no. And you they're like a glorified game. one seed is what you were calling right, them. Right, you know, and, in, and the in WNIT, I don't care what they say. They're like, oh, no, there's no seeds. We're just regional hubs. But if you look how the bracket's arranged, Nebraska is uh, in that spot where you would put a number one seed for each region. So, yeah. and let's be honest, coming up just short, they were in Charlie Cream's first four or second four out, right? Mm-hmm. So what is the expectation? That you're in the final four of the WNIT, Got right? It, hope. That's where you're at. So tough on their side of the bracket, Josie. I was telling you before the show we were talking about this. Kansas, Arkansas, Texas Tech, all three really good teams. Two out of the Big 12, obviously. Yeah. Arkansas, we've seen in person this year, playing against Creighton. That's a team that was on the bubble. A lot oh, of people boy. thought might have gotten into the tournament. Mm-hmm. They're a hell of a good team. So their side of the their quarter of the bracket, there's some damn good teams in there. I think Nebraska has a ton to gain in the WNIT. These are agree. good basketball teams they're going to play. Yeah, really good. Uh, Nebraska just needs to be consistent. Like, play a full 40 minutes. Don't give up. <laughs> you know, let's build momentum too, man. Don't. Go out punching hard. And don't you, come out of the intermission <laughs> with just no scoring. Yeah, I said, we can't have the, you, you can't look like that because that's what got you into the WNIT in the first place. Yeah. So, no, come out, play hard. We looked at the rest of the bracket. There's a lot of good teams. The WNIT bracket is huge. It's as big as, you know, everyone no, else. Yeah. But I looked over there and the teams I see, Seton Hall, right? Mm-hmm. They ran out last year, lost to South Dakota State in the championship of the WNIT. And then Oregon, you know, that was a bubble team a lot of people thought was going to be into the NCAA tournament. They're a damn good-looking team, too. So, you know, hey, I think there's a ton to gain for Nebraska, a lot of positives you can take from falling short. And I think a lot of it, too, is your demeanor. I think I want to see how this team responds. You yeah. didn't get in the NCAA tournament. That's your own fault. We've discussed that on previous episodes. If you, haven't, if you haven't listened to that, then shame on you. Uh, but you get my point. Big chance for Nebraska to, um, you know, really close on a positive note, maybe build some momentum. You never know who's in the transfer portal, might be looking for a new program, yeah. watching you on TV. I know I'm really stretching here, but you get my point. I think there's a lot to be gained. And here's the deal. Nebraska fans are ungodly loyal. They're going to pack that damn oh, place Oh, it's going to be filled. Right. So if anything, you do it for your fans who sit out there and, uh, you know, support you regardless. So I think there's a lot to gain. So we get two teams to cover in the postseason. We're jazzed about Creighton. But, you know, it's also nice to see Nebraska because those will be home games for the most part until they run into a higher seed. So if you're a Husker fan, you got a chance to see three or four basketball games at home, which is cool. Yeah. You think they can win it? You know, that's the question we put down here. And I think the expectation is, is like, yeah, you want them to win it. You're I want num- them to get far at the very I don't, least. I don't care what the crap says on the press release about these aren't number one seeds. Yes, they are. They're, <laughs> they're a number one seed. They were a first four slash second four out of the of the ncaa tournament there's a reason it's at pba <laughs> exactly so the expectation is yeah you want to see them there with the final four teams in the wnit win the whole damn thing because if you go through some of these teams i've mentioned that's a ton of momentum that's a ton of positives you can do there so yeah i think nebraska can win the whole damn thing so uh i'll definitely jinx that and they'll lose the missouri uh, state on uh, wednesday night hopefully not <laughs> we're not fitting that energy into the universe nebraska you can win that you just gotta play a little consistent pretend the big 10 tournament didn't happen right for sure like 
but yeah other than that um don't forget to check out all our other podcasts on uh, Omaha.com. Busy week. And Busy week. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, Pick 6 doing mm-hmm. Nebraska athletics in general and half-court press. I'm figuring they might have a few things to talk about this week. The Pick 6? Uh, well, Pick 6 and half-court. I was going to say half-court's yeah. going to have quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, because Creighton Man will obviously be in Denver, so Joel and the crew will have a lot to talk about there. And we're going to have full coverage for them, right, all week for all oh, these yeah. teams. Yeah, should be pretty great. Um, but thank you for listening to Even Field. You can find us wherever podcasts are available. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Josie. I'm Z. Thank you. Bye.